What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. We got a good one for you today. We're going to be hanging in the lair, chatting about what we got into this week and all of our favorite reads. And what else do we do on hanging? I kind of forget. Dude, you're going to be coming in with a lot of energy today because you better be well rested, (laughs) my man. Just a week of sleep. Dude, how was it um, getting the COVID for the first time? Let's knock this out of the way real quick. Well, I'm not going to lie. There was that part of me that's like, you know, you hear about these people who have never gotten it and the select few who might be immune to COVID. And I'm like, I'm one of the dudes. I'm like the cockroaches at the end of the world. Like, (laughs) you ain't going to touch me. And then so I got it and I'm like, oh, man, I can get it. What a bummer. Uh, Overall, I think I had a pretty light case, a pretty mild case. But uh, man, the fatigue is no joke, dude. I just wanted to sleep. Bro. I remember when I first got it, and I'll be honest, it was like right in the very beginning. I was a little nervy. Yeah. yeah. Like part of me, you know, was like, ah, this is, you know, whatever, not going to be a big deal, you know, but I was kind of nervous. Yeah. And I remember being so like a fatigue that is not even explainable how tired I was. Like never felt that way before in my life, how tired I was. Literally just slept for like a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Waking up just to go to the restroom and just going back down to bed. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I, I think, had a lighter case too. Like I was just super fatigued, a gnarly headache for like four or five days. And um, that was pretty much what I lost my taste. I still don't have my taste and smell, bro. Like all the way back. Like some stuff I don't even, can't taste, nothing. It's terrible. That's crazy. I didn't I didn't have a cough, a runny nose. I didn't lose my taste or smell. Well, you're lucky because that's the worst part about that, I think. Yeah. So well, I'm glad you made it through. Yeah, me too, man. I'm glad it wasn't a, a tough one. Yeah. I mean, my daughter ended up getting it, so it was just kind of me and her chilling at home for a week, and we ended up playing a lot of video games Bro, together. I will tell you, remember when it first went down, it was like 14 days you had to quarantine. I, I couldn't was going, imagine, dude. I was I going mean, nuts at day three. I was like, okay, dude, like we got to get outside somehow. What are we going to do? Yeah, because I think when I did, I like by day four or five, I was like, all right, I'm feeling good. Like I can go back to normal life now. But bro, I they were like, you know, how it was in the beginning when it was wild and um <laughs> when it was wild. I, dude, I was going nuts, dude. I was like doing circles in my backyard just to be outside, dude, going on walks. Ugh. Yep. So I and 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 one way I'm lucky that I got it really late, obviously. I think the strains have gotten a little more mild for the most part, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going based on things I hear. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It did We're backfire. not medical professionals. Yeah, don't come here for your COVID <laughs> protocols at all. Please consult your doctor. Uh, but I will say the, the the biggest bummer about it is, you know, you, you get it early and every you're not the only one nervous. Everyone else around you is nervous. So you're just like my wife got it pretty early on. And then our house shut down for two weeks. I took two weeks off work to care for her. I get it. It's like, all right, I'm off to work. Like, good luck with the <laughs> Deal kids. Deal with the kids. <laughs> Make sure you have dinner ready for yeah, me when I get like, back. Whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so in that res- in that regard, it was the the one downer because uh, you know, I don't even like joking about this because people have died, but there is that part of you that's like, man, a two-week like shut yourself in your room, watch, you know, TV. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Like, there's no expectations of you to take care of your kid because you can't be around your kid. Yeah, yeah, like, woo, yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. I didn't get that, bro. I didn't get it at all. <laughs> Dude, I, this is kind of goes along. I seen this hilarious meme the other day. It was like a mom with a big basket of laundry standing at the top of a staircase. And it was like, man, a two-week hospital stay sounds awesome right now. <laughs> then dealing with all this craziness yeah. at home. And she's like contemplating on taking a header down the stairs. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and I mean, I got a lot of reading in, so been a, you know, productive week for having COVID, I guess. Did you get any, any show watching in? Dude, I, I did throw out a little feeler on, uh, Discord to which you were the only one who responded. So thank you for that. I was a lone responder. But I did end up uh, going through Sweet Tooth. Oh yeah. Did you? I love it? it, man. I love Big Man in the show. So much. He's dude. such a cool character in the show. Such yeah. a cool character. And uh it's got me pumped, bro. Can't wait. I think it's like the end of April is when it drops yeah. season two. Also, by the way, I also got to listen to our episode a few times last week. And I have got to cool it on the bro talk. <laughs> Do we say bro a lot? I say bro all the time. I'm like, okay, dude, Kyle, that's enough. <laughs> I don't even notice it. That's good. Maybe it's just normal talk to us. Other people are probably like, do these guys say bro and dude and rad way too much? Way too much. So just a FYI, you hear me saying bro too much. You tell me, cool it. What are you cool going to switch bro. it up to? What are you going to switch it to? Bro-sif. Man? Brosif. Bro tater chip? Bro tater chip? Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Don't switch it up to dad. <laughs> dad. Anyway, dude, another thing I noticed is we were joking around hot last week, so maybe we should jump into some books early now. You want to you wanna get it serious during this podcast? Yeah, we probably should, right? Make up for last week a little bit. Dude, last week was hysterical. We couldn't get on track at all. Well, Astro was doing his number on <laughs> getting us distracted. Yeah, I will for- forever call that guy Astro. Astro is just too weird to me. Yeah. Before we jump into books we read, though, man, you guys got uh, any plans for Easter weekend? You know what? Um, not too much. We're kind of home buddies, I think, this weekend. We're just sticking around the house. Um, I, I would like to update everybody on my bread baking adventures. Um, it's been going great. Dude, your pictures have been looking dope. Now, listen, though. Remember how I told you, like, starting out, I was like, dude, I'm going to save so much money, you know, because bread's so <laughs> of expensive. Not, dude. Bro, I had to buy so much stuff to finally make a decent loaf. It's going to take a while to, <laughs> to recoup your costs. <laughs> it's going to take a while, man, to, to to break even. Like, I ended up buying like a Dutch oven, you know? No, you did. I did. Yeah. It's like this big old cast iron pot, dude, that I, you throw in the oven. Yeah. And so I bought a scale. Like, I'm weighing out the ingredients. You're like breaking bad up in there. Bro, I feel like a scientist. <laughs> I'm measuring everything on a scale. I'm even, dude, it's to the point where I'm even getting the temperature of the air in my house. I'm getting the temperature of the dry ingredients. And I have this. Math- oh, no, dude. I have like an equation mapped out. Do you have a little like uh, one of those little lab coats you're wearing in the kitchen? Too? I need an apron is you what need I need. one, dude. 
And so I'm measuring everything, temperature, air quality, water quality, testing the old H2O. Something broke inside you. (laughs) Hey, but I finally made some quality bread that even my kids and my wife are devouring it. So I've been making like one loaf every weekend and it it lasts like the week. And, um, but it, like I said, you know, that, that 10 or 12 bucks I spent on the ingredients, you can just get that out the window real quick. Cause I'm up till close to a hundred <laughs> <laughs> with all the stuff I had That's to get. That's a hundred dollar loaf of bread. They better be enjoying it. And I, yeah, exactly. And I still need a few, like I, there's a few other things that I don't need, but it would make, you know, things a lot smoother i should say and for the for the for the bread baking process and so it's on my amazon cart this is how we do things <laughs> we go in we go all in and um uh, it's funny though because like my kids like since it's a weird like shaped loaf it's not like a bread loaf yeah you know? yeah so they will all want the middle pieces it's all like an artesian style bread still you know i haven't done it like a loaf style yet i'm not that fancy yet to get a loaf and uh, <laughs> so, like, they don't want it on sandwiches. They only want it, like, you know, just smear a like little butter. On. butter. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're at a restaurant and you get a little loaf of bread at first. That's kind of what you they- stop saying loaf already. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally, like, during the week, I was like, I had uh, just a crazy week at work. And I was like, I'm going to be on the road, so I'm just going to make a sandwich. And I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to use my home bread. And so, like, I made this, like, all weird-looking, misshaped sandwich. It didn't look like a normal sandwich. And um, it didn't go too well, man. Like, no. by the time I got to it at lunch, you know, it was sitting in a little Tupperware deal. Like, it was kind of crumbly. And um, so, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to try an actual loaf soon. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad I'm I'm you know making some some edible stuff that people are enjoying. So uh, I'll probably do that this weekend as well. Hang out with some family. We got some family coming into town, and um, just looking to to not do anything honestly and just relax and enjoy some family time. And um, yeah, what about you? What do you got going on? Same. I mean, we can't do too much still because you know people are still a little hesitant around the people who just got over it so some families a little bit more concerned than others and you know we have on one side of the family some high-risk uh grandparents that will try yeah to. yeah yeah so homebodies but dude i got some cool news um good friends of the show and good friends of mine uh rick and jerry shout out to them uh they're hooking me up with a uh, coffee roaster no so way. i get to join the the uh trying to do some stuff at home with you and I'm sure I'll screw up and make the house reek a few times. Here, and, how uh, much money you got set aside to buy stuff for this sucker? Yeah, or is it already ready to go and you don't need to buy anything else? Like, I don't know too much about roasting. I don't know too much. We'll find out. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Right. Well, but another cool thing is Jerry was listening to our episodes on Friday and she asked to borrow the book. So I'm going to lend her Friday. So Oh, man. What a good read, too. She's, dude. Yeah. Have you gone back through it yet to no, find clues? Me neither. Not, I haven't. Dude. I know we wouldn't. <laughs> My bet. This is why I. I'll haven't. ask her if she can find anything when she reads yes, it. Yes, you should. But th- this is why I haven't. It's like I don't have like um, 
like my books are all like put away in my closet, even on my trades. I don't have a cool shelf yet to put them on. Like we have this. Dude, go get yourself a shelf. You got yourself a Dutch oven. <laughs> I have one in my cart to get. I just, yeah, I, I, we have a shelf system, but it's not like, there's no like bookends and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so I need yeah. a different one. So everything I get goes back in the, in my closet. So it's just, I don't want to pull it out. It takes a while. Well, bro, what do you say we get into uh, some books that we enjoyed this week? Dude. We got into books that we both got in. No. Yeah, we got into books that we both got into. We got into <laughs> books that we both got into. So <laughs> let's jump into something we both read. Mosley, bro. I've been dying to chat Mosley. Oh, and dude, this week too, I read a, some just books that were so good, man. That I, Did you read is, some bangers? Some bangers, as Monk was saying this week. <laughs> Everybody's using the term bangers right now. I've seen it everywhere. <laughs> we got to jump in on that. Anyways, Mosley, um, we're at the issue number three, man. What'd you think of the story so far? Um, tell me tell me what your thoughts on it were. Yeah, dude, I loved it. You get to see a little bit of Mosley kind of catching up with his, uh, I'm assuming is his ex-wife at this point, right? Yeah, I don't know uh, if they were. Or just yeah. separated yeah, or whatever. Yeah, separated something. And you get to learn a little bit about their past and kind of what, separated him and Mosley's kind of uh he's a little like you and I man he's, he's all gets, in he all gets in. these ideas and he just rides them dude so yeah. um I th- the one thing is is that it kind of is really slow paced at the beginning and then the action scenes at the end when he's yeah, fighting the guy yeah. kind of just went woo like really super fast, fast yeah and I, I wish that. that there was some a little bit more build up there so that it felt like he was actually taking out another one of those gods. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a big thing and it was a big battle, but I still was a little bit like, it just kind of didn't feel like a big deal yeah. when it should have maybe, you know? Right. You're right. Cause there, you know, I think you're exactly right with what you're saying. Cause I think there's only, he's going after the last one next. He's like, there's one yeah. more, you know? Yeah. And so it was like, dude, there was no like, build up to it you know it yeah. was just kind of like hey i'm here and it's well, now it's done and you know i so didn't it even was... really know what that one was what what that god was doing like at least the first god he took out like you kind of got a sense that he was kind of what connected the city and you know powered up all their personal devices and stuff it almost sounded like that god was out there to like deter anybody that like him that came out like looking for anything other than like being plugged into the yeah, you know, system or whatever. So I don't know. I was, it was a little confusing, I guess. I was but a little confused too. That was my only, I guess I would say if I had like um, something negative to say, but it really, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah. overall, man, like you said, I loved, um, I loved the interaction between him and the mom and them kind of catching up and, and figuring out what's going to happen. And um, I like too that they're, you know, w- very both of them are like still care so much for their daughter you know and she's like at the heart of everything yeah and we get towards the at the end of the issue we get a little i won't spoil it for anybody reading it but you get a little like what do you think what do you think she saw i don't know she had to see something crazy like there's got to be alternate motives with with what they've created obviously you know like they say they're the all this technology gods or whatever you want to call them they say they're there for you know the better good of humanity and and but i think there's some some nefarious underpinnings to their workings some some motives that are not going to be good for the for the humans 
And so I think she finds out and that, that one um, main technology God is right there, you know? So uh, so much for spoilers because there's a spoiler. There's a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm stoked to see what Moses is going to do. And you know what else I really love about it is the, at the end, there's like a, like a side, like short little like story of the past when the mom is like going to this, like almost underground. I mean, Mosley calls it a cult, you know, like, but it's almost like a, you know, they honor the old traditional ways of life without technology. And so it's like her just getting into that. And I really love it because the art is even a little different. It's like in black yeah. and white. And um, I don't know. I just love how he does it. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, do you think um, Mosley and his family are going to somehow get back uh, together? His daughter has clearly seen something here to which she regrets. So is she kind of flipping over to Mosley's side here if she's even going to live past this? Yeah. And you got to think of it, too, because the mom makes some very valid points when they're having yes, a conversation because yeah. he wants to just go and destroy these things, which he looks like he's on the mission to go do. However, in doing so, it's going to send humanity into chaos, which they're seeing a little bit of it now anyway, since he destroyed that one um, first mm-hmm. technology god. And so I don't know, because part of me just wants him to destroy it. But like, I don't know, that's not going to do really any good because like, man, I don't know. People are so connected to it. It's just going to be insane at that point. So what's going to be the like happy medium, you know? Yeah. The little, I don't know what they called it, but the refuge, refuge that the mom's kind of living yeah, at. Yeah. Like the way she described what they're doing is like, we're preserving the old way so that when they all realize that like that isn't the way to do it, they they have somewhere to go. Yeah. And so I have a feeling that at the end of this volume, I think Mosley will is gonna like sacrifice himself somehow for his his daughter. And um that's how I see it playing out. Hmm. I don't know though. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, because I'm still also intrigued too. Why? Why he was given this power? You know, too. I know, and you did get to see that guy. Yeah. Get, so you get a little bit of that. Yeah, which was weird because he looked like a technology god. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, like, I don't on? know. So I'm interested to see what's going on. But Rob's killing it. I, I enjoy it, and um, yeah, it's been a fun read, man. I I, I really like it. Me too, dude. Let's chat about the uh, comicsology one that you got into um, that we've both read. And issue Dude, two just came out this week. I loved Grammaton Punch, man. What'd you think of it when it first opens up? Like, you know, you get a little background of this kid. He's born on a on a eclipse. So he has a little special power. What would what'd you think? I thought it was cool. Like, you always have to have come up with some way to explain having a power or something. And the whole, like, being born on an eclipse was a neat way to do it. And uh, I just was cracking up when he's like finally realizing he can box the one-eyed lady yeah yeah and uh he's got all it was just funny to watch this little kid beating up a one-eyed witch (laughs) (laughs) and uh kind of neat that like i don't know i guess i was reading into it too like the anger and the depression and the fear that like is just everywhere like he sees it everywhere because all the people end up having these ghosts who are 
sucking life out of them, you know? Yeah, and they all, since they're getting fed on or, you know, by these feeders, they call them. Yeah. They're not living the life that they should be living. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I love kinda, that. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking about that in terms of my own life and things I know that I let hold me back for, you know, like fear of being on a cruise ship or fear of flying. or Fear, fear being of being in an airplane. <laughs> sitting down on a couch freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how to sit. So it was interesting, man, and I like that aspect of it, but I just like that the story and uh, it, I forgot that you had told me that the mom's a power lifter, dude. I was just about to ask you, and so that part was cool. And uh, I don't know, I liked it a lot. And I I don't remember his name, but the witch, the dude, the warlock, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I ended up really liking him, and the whole scene where he's like trying to get the kid into his little van was hilarious. And- yeah, yeah. So that yeah, issue two starts out like right where issue one left off, where he's he's telling the boy not to go in that house. You get an explanation of like. Wild what the house explanation is. for yeah. what that house is. My yeah, gosh. way wild. And um, then he start. He basically is like teaching these this kid like all about what's going on, what he's seeing, because he's just a young kid. He didn't know any better, you know. So I like that you get a little background, you get a little history. The interaction with him and the the boy were hilarious. He's like, I'm not getting in your van, dude. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> get let me here. see some ID, you know. Like, <laughs> and then how they both lie to the mom when they drop off. The kid yeah. at home was yeah. funny. And, yeah. What do you think um, of the art? What, not my favorite. It, did it kind of remind you of like the the Scott Pilgrim versus World style? Like I art? can see like, that. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed a little rough. Like it wasn't finished in some of the panels or something. I, yeah. I some know. of the panels were a little um, kind of all over. You know, you had to really see what was going on. Like the covers all look really, really cool. And I wish the interiors were done on, with that same kind of finish but they're not it's a little rough yeah that. some of the fight scenes were a little like who's punching who right here mm-hmm. like what you know but other than that like i i enjoyed it um fun story though dude just fun having fun with it yeah good i'm glad you like it um i'm interested in these gloves though because the witch knew a fr- had a friend that's how he knows all this who had the same ability as our boy does and uh she had gloves that were written on them from in another language that when she punched one of these feeders, it would send them to the afterlife. Yeah. So and he wants hoping, to find them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping he can find them. Cause that's the title of the, of the book is those gloves. So yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the time jump at the end or like fast forward? So yeah. I liked it. It was wild though, to end on that last panel where he's at, I, I'm, School, high school. Yeah, where that wild skull thing is like swallowing up a school or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't mind it either because you can see like you can tell like at when you know you you were describing when he uh got dropped off at home and the mom was like freaking out, and then they were both like, Hey, we're gonna get each other's back right here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could tell the time jump didn't freak me out because you could tell they probably like bonded really well and now they're probably like buddies. Yeah. So then you go from him being like a young, I don't know, seven, eight years old to being now in high school, freshman in high school or whatever. And so I I just see them being buddies, fighting these Mm -hmm. feeders together and and figuring out, you know, what's going on with with all these like the even like with the feeders that were like doing martial arts. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, it's going to be cool, I think. And I like the scene where they 
decided that he has like he's photosensitive, you know, to light. And so they give him glasses he has to wear to, I think, like kindergarten. And all the other kids are losing their minds because he gets to wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> and oh, so then the yeah, whole class yeah. gets to. Uh-huh. That was funny. But I like it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Um, so good. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you got to get into it this week. Something we can read and go through yeah, man. and chat about. Yeah, super fun. It's kind of a bummer that it will never be printed, I don't think. You never know because clear, I mean, I know clear is by um um Scott. Yeah. And obviously, you know, he's really, really I don't know, I don't want to say more known, I guess we could say, than um the guy who's writing uh Grammaton Punch. So, but a lot of his stuff is a, that's been on Comicsology has been getting picked up and published. So you never know; it could be yeah. cool to see this in in a physical form for sure. I agree, dude. I got to finish Barnstormers, dude. I um, yeah, we were over on uh, Discord, and um, who was talking about it? I forget. Secondhand his, primate. Yeah, secondhand primate. He said uh, issue five was just rad. So how was it? I haven't read it yet. I like to do it. The artwork is definitely one of a kind stood out. Uh, really cool story ended in a way that I wasn't expecting it to. Uh, cool to be able to chat with him about it in discord. I actually, right before we went live, asked him a question about it. You think it's one and done? Like, is this it volume one or is it going to, it seemed like it. Yeah. It was just a short, short story. So the way it ended, um, it could keep going. I mean, it could any story really could though. Yeah, I guess. And uh, it was fun, man, through and through, and I enjoyed it. A lot of mystery, twists and turns. All right, don't spoil it for me, because I, I still have to catch up on that series. I think you'll like it. But worth it for the yard alone, as they say. Let me tell you something that I finally got caught up on, and I'm glad I did, and I should have been on it from the beginning, but I was kind of hesitant. But I'm all caught up now, and man, oh, man, um Probably my one of my favorites right now. And it's, I know it's just two issues, but I love it. Let's chat about Local Man. Dude, I want to hear your thoughts on it since you're fr- it's fresh in your mind having read it today. Dude, I read both issue one and two today, and I love it. It was, it had everything for me. It was like there was parts where I was cracking up and um, like superhero stuff. Um looks like it's going to be some detective stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the artwork I thought was fantastic. Um, the creative team we've, you know, we dealt with, with stray dogs and we love stray dogs or at least some of the creative team from stray dogs is, um, on this. And, um, yeah, I love the character Jack. I think he's rad. Um, yeah, dude, I love it. I, I couldn't say one thing bad about it. I don't yeah. think the opening scene where he's back at home and his mom and dad are just being in his grill about everything was like perfect. Why are you eating dinner so late? Yeah. <laughs> it's just perfect. Yes. Dude. And it reminds me too of like, you know, when you go back to your hometown, like how much of a, like, I don't know. Sometimes I like going back to like hometown, you know, but there's other times where I'm like, you go back to hometown and you're just like, dude, what am I doing back here in my hometown? And I'm sure. So that's how he feels, you know? And then he's just getting beat up from his parents. And like, uh, it was like very relatable for sure. Yeah. What? And I like the scene in issue two where he goes to see the villain's mom. Oh yeah, dude. That was really cool. 
such a good scene like touching like i think mm. they they wrote it right like it was it was cool to see someone like knew his character and knew how he was as a person to know like yeah. he's a good dude and so yeah you're you right. wouldn't hurt a fly yeah flee <laughs> flee yeah I do. You know who I really loved is the, and he's in it a couple times. But the dude who's basically like the Uber driver in his little town, and the truck who just hates <laughs> Crossjack so much, hates him, dude. <laughs> he still gives him a ride, but he hates him, dude. Like the first time he sees him in issue one, he doesn't give him a ride and he just takes off. But the second time, he's like, he's leaving. Where's he leaving? I think he's leaving jail. Cause he just got done getting interrogated and he calls him for a ride and he gives him, it's the same dude gives him a ride. And, and he's he like just, the only Uber in town. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so funny, dude. So I was just, this comic to me had everything that I enjoyed reading, you know, yeah. all wrapped into one and it was done really, really well. I thought the art was really good. And, um, I'm glad I'm reading this one, dude. I love it. What'd you think of the ending of issue two? Where Crossjack kind of takes out that thing that's been following him and that little robot, and he's yeah. all in his own little like superhero getup. Yeah, it seems like he's uh, on a mission now to solve that dude's murder, right? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, and um, especially after he went and met with his that dude's wife, you yeah. know, like yeah. he obviously wants to figure out what's going on. There's probably some shady, shady stuff going on with like the group he was part of. Um. Definitely, because they're a weird group. Dude, so weird, man. And so third gen is going down. Yeah, they are. Crossjack's going in. And and one thing I really loved about this too is and it kind of reminded me of Mosley in a sense, like after the main story, mm-hmm. you you flip and you know, you get a little bit of stuff from like the writers and, and the artists, and then it goes into like almost like another like little mini like comic of its own you know back when they were still superheroes yeah like. back when they were he was part of third gen and um so pretty neat dude the art is just i love it dude like i think i'm gonna like even i did get this digitally but i think i'm gonna go and collect it physically because i loved it that much yeah dude. and like the art is just so fun dude Oh, I know. I love that, dude. That 90s flair, dude. So rad. Yeah, it looks kind of like Wolverine style. Mm-hmm. Like, So just the fun. I don't know, man. To me, this is has everything I love. And so I'm in it. You're in it to win it. What do you think? What do you think of the art? Did you like the art? Yeah, dude. I, I like everything about this as well. I'm glad that this is one that you chose to to pick up and read because I'm definitely stoked to keep up with it with you. Yeah, because there's some new ones that have came out recently that I'm like, and we've talked about this before. I'm like, I got to be selective here with what I'm reading with just because time wise and, um, you know, I would love to just sit down and read everything, but I just can't do it. So I'm like, okay, what do I read? Am I, am I going to pick up getting a local man? Am I going to read? You know, a lot of people are reading. Uh, what is it? The Ambassadors right now. Yeah, I was thinking about picking that up. Uh, I was thinking about getting Indigo Children because a lot of people are reading that. And I'm like, man, I don't know what to get. There's so much, like too many choices, you know, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, to go along with, you know, all the other stuff I've I, I got going on. And um, so I'm glad I picked this one up, though. This one, banger. It's a banger for sure. <laughs> I love the little dog, the little doggo. Mm-hmm. What's the dog's name? I can't even remember his name, but he's rad. 
in uh to go along with how crossjack doesn't really hurt anybody even in the in the that back little part you know where it's like a flashback when he ties up um is it hold holdag hold dog yeah he's got a weird name i couldn't understand how i was gonna say it when i was reading through it but it just ties him up in like a cool way with the bouncing his shield on all those poles yeah kind of cool yeah, like you said, that whole dialogue with with his wife was really neat. How that you know that's I wasn't why he, expecting it to go that way. No, that's why he chose him to be his like yeah. nemesis. You know, because he knew like it was almost like we're doing this for show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that we really hate each other. Yeah, and um, so it was pretty cool, man. I I didn't expect it to go that way, but I enjoyed it. Like I was like, dude, this is a fresh something different. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out with um, third gen. Do you think there's something weird going on with the detective, his old like high school flames, new husband, like husband? I kind of thought that their interaction was kind of funny too. At the end when they're talking about who the wife's calling and saying things to. Yeah, so I I don't know what's gonna happen because they were had strong feelings for each other in high school, and so it's it looks and seems like once he joined third gen, that kind of fizzled out. Yeah, and um, so it'll be interesting because man, I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff going on here, so I can't wait to see where this goes. And um, I don't know. I could see this going on for a while too. You know, I like, hope so, dude. Yeah. Like, I hope this isn't just, like, four or five issues and done. Like, I could see, like, being in this world for a while. Like, it would be cool to see, like, this story unfold and maybe somehow Crossjack gets to be back in his own superhero crew or something. Who knows? I don't know. It'd be cool if he ended up being, like, this kind of takes off and he can kind of do his, like, the local man's, like, a PI, like a local PI sort of thing. Yeah. And what else I thought was interesting, too, is, like, as you're reading, like, these little mini, like, stories at the end, like, it's it was telling you, like, how everybody came to get their powers. And um, some of them were hilarious. Like, the dude who's, like, a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, pretty cool, unique. Um, I liked it. Right on. So, yeah, dude, I just want to give kudos to you because I was unsure what to get into and you're like and you knowing me pretty well you're like you know get local man i think you'll like that one the best and dude you were right on target man Heck yeah, i buddy. still am interested in indigo children so i know you read it this week so let me let me hear about it because you never know i might just have to pull the trigger and get that one too it was cool man it's about this reporter who was sent this tape from sort of like the the dark web and uh it's a, this kid being interviewed who can more or less like knows the future and uh, they're interviewing him. And it turns out there are these group of kids from Mars that mm-hmm. all have these like superpowers or super abilities. And um, he ends up just being on a mission to try to find all, all the old uh, indigo children. And uh, the first one he's on a mission for is the kid from the tape. And uh, it was just cool, dude. Kind of like, wild with the with the kids abilities and uh the journalist was fun because it felt like he was on a detective mission you know kind of getting into the heart of a it kind of felt like the truman show i think they even threw that reference out there yeah i love that movie too so they threw all the like indigo children or at least this one i can't remember his name 
I almost want to say Astro, but we're not going to go down that road again. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it turns out that he's like kind of using telekinesis to talk to the guy and Mm. to the journalist. And uh, at the end, as he's searching for him. Yeah. And um, I think he ended up, I think he's the one who kind of sent him the tape of the kid being interviewed too, because they're supposed to have all been destroyed. Mm. And so it just seems like a cool sort of uh, mystery, sort of sci-fi story, man. And uh, kind of ends in a, they're in a pickle, dude. So I'm, I'm definitely, I loved it. I loved it a lot. I'm definitely keeping up with it. All right. I might have to swoop it because it sounds like from reading the back of the of the book and then, you know, you, you were talking about it. I was listening to the Pole Box Pals chat about it this week as well. Um, I don't, I don't know. think I'm, Monk I'm, liked it that much. Yeah, you're right. He he was like, but I think Ross he was, liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked Monk it a was lot. just man on it, but um, yeah. you never. It sounds like it could be cool. Yeah, I might I have to check it. it out. How was the art? Yeah, the art was great. I liked it. Nothing to like. Nothing that like stood out as being like, oh my gosh, you got to check out the art and in Indigo Kids. But it worked for the story really well. Nice. All right. Well, I might be going down the rabbit hole and just grabbing it. I don't know. Check it out digitally for the first issue. See if you like it well enough to, you know, if you wait for like a week or two on Comixology, usually they go down to half price. Yeah. You know, what's one of the the things I really like about Comixology because it, um, the, the, like, I don't know. I still have this issue with physical and, and digital books. Like we chat about all the time. We won't go down that road, road but um, it's cool. Cause like, we purchase a lot of stuff on Amazon, just like probably most majority of people do. But when you click like the different shipping, like to like save on like, Oh, you get like free Kindle credits. and Yeah, you get. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll be going to check out and it's like, this comic will cost you 49 cents. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, I could do 49 (laughs) cents. And so I I told my wife, I said, keep picking that option when you're checking out. Like if it's something we don't need urgently, like keep it coming man because i could use the 49 cent comics that's <laughs> dude you can't beat that but then again like the experience of going like the local shop you know is yeah you don't get so but if you know if, if there's something you want to check out 49 cents and then you can go pick it up physical or whatever for sure yeah. but um dude i didn't get into much else those are the the, the four that i was able to read this week I didn't even get to uh, watch Mandalorian this week. I'm like three episodes behind. So that's what I'll be doing this weekend. But um, what are some other reads you got into that you can give us a, it doesn't even have to be a speed round. Just let us know what you, what you got into. Cause I know you had a lot of time. Yeah. I got, I told you about uh barnstormers. I did get to pick up vanish five, which started a new arc for vanish. And uh, dude, it was wild. Like it kind of picked up and it felt like, uh, and I think Mad from Pullbox Pals said this perfectly. It kind of felt reminiscent of Lemire's Moon Knight because. Mm. Oh, yeah, I did sudden, hear him say that. Yeah. You got him and he's like bouncing in and out of a mental institute and back into the like, uh, you know, the other world where he's, you know, this child prodigy who took out the evil dude. And you're just like, what's real? What's not real? It kind of ends where you felt like, okay, someone's messing with him. 
and that and insane asylum isn't real, but you don't know. And so I love being here. You know, yeah, yeah. this is how I loved the Mirror's Moon Knight run is because like I started feeling crazy too. And here you're just feeling the same thing. Like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And Kate's just wrote it, Judy nailed it. And the artwork was great, dude, because when it would transition to the like, uh, when he's like, you know, in a straight jacket in a padded room, it'd be like almost like these digital sort of like it would bl- blend into the page, you know, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was done really cool. The artwork's freaking awesome. Um, I think Stegman is definitely one of my favorites. So he, he always stands out for me. But he's vanishes. I forget his name now. I knew it just two seconds ago. But uh, he's on a mission, dude, just pretty much to protect his wife right now. And, you know, he's going to do what it takes, man. Hmm. And uh, you're just kind of rooting for him not to be crazy at this point. Because that's what it seems like. Yeah. But then at the end, he kind of runs into a bad dude who made it sound like someone put a, uh, I forget what he calls it, but some sort of spell on him where the mental institute was like a projection, not something that was real, but mm. is he making that part up too? Who knows? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, this was one, I remember when it was coming out a while ago, like we we're like, dude, Donnie Cates is writing this new book. We got to get it. And I never ended up picking any of them up. And I think the trade's coming out soon or just came Next out. Next week. Yep. So I might have to pick up the trade because um, yeah. it looks rad, and you know everybody was on, you know reading this one as well. A lot of people like it, so I might have to I might have to swoop this one up. Dude, it was cool, but this was definitely the strongest issue for me, um, just because it was so wild, dude. I loved it. Nice. I got to read Saga sixty three. Uh, dude, mom's just tough as nails. Are they still? I'm really far behind. I think I'm on like volume three. Is mom and dad still alive? Because the daughter's got to be old now. I can't tell you anything. I want to know. I'm never going to catch up, dude. It'll take me ages. No, dude. Dad's dead. Is he? But in this issue, they're literally trying to find out a way to resurrect dad. Mm. The, uh, Hazel is. Because I just, as you're reading it, you just ha- get a feeling something's going to happen to one of yeah. the parents. And so mom's just trying to hold down the four, work these like, she looks like she's working at an Amazon like uh, warehouse, like doing packing jobs. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's wild, dude. Um, it's still saga for me. So just to be in the world is fun, but it hasn't captured the magic for me. Like, when I first read it, like I'm still enjoying it, but for some reason, I don't know if it's just that sort of recency bias, you know, cause I've been reading saga for so long that it's hard to be, you know, when I first jumped into saga, it was so different, so wild. So yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. Cause that's what we like to do here in the lair. Yeah. Do you think there's ever a time or, I mean, obviously there is like, when a story can just go on for so long that you're just like, all right, hey, we got to wrap it up. Yeah, dude. You know? And because um, I know some, like, you look at some runs that are just huge. Like, look at The Walking Dead, for instance, just mm-hmm. huge. And, um, you know, Saga's going on to, you know, in the 60s now. Like, and, and like you're saying, you're almost getting, like, fatigue from it where you're like, okay, even though I really enjoy it, it's just like, man, like, yeah. When, and I don't know if that sounds... I don't want to make that no, like a bad thing. 
I don't think it has to be, but the problem is, so you had the first, what was it like 51, 54, something like that before they took their three years off. But dude, when you read that, something is happening so fast all the way. Like something's just constantly happening. The story is growing, building. Um, but since it's picked up, I feel like it's just kind of been a little stagnant. Like not much has really happened in about an arc and a half. So. I don't know. It just hasn't really captured that same love that it did the first time around for me, but I still just think Fiona Staples art is so cool and it's fun to be in the world and you love Hazel and Yeah, the world building that they did is amazing in that, yeah. you know, like dude, the amount of effort I'm sure that goes into it is insane. Yeah. But I also did get to read that the first chunk really quick. You know, because I was yeah, reading a lot of it was already out, right? And now I'm waiting months, sometimes more, for issue to issue, and it just feels a little slow. Gotcha. I got to read um, Hard Eyes Five, and that ended totally wild. Uh, That's with the girl, the right? Yeah. And yeah. she met a boy who was kind of stalking her, and you do find out that she's more or less in control of the monsters and mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything, but it was a cool ending kind of, uh, once upon a time, finding love at the end of the world sort of scenario. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but it was cool, man. Um, and then I got to read, I uh, jammed through all of Essex County. Yeah. Cause that show is coming out too soon, isn't it? Yeah. So I wanted to pull a Ross and make sure I read the book before the show came out. And, isn't uh, I see? I, I think I saw a post that doesn't Jeff Lemire have like a cameo in it? I hope so. That'd be right. I think he's one of the hockey players. Oh, I think you're right. I think I did see that. Yeah. You know who else has a cameo in it? I'm pretty sure is our boy Dwayne Murray. Dwayne from, from uh, Better, Better Place. Place. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So he's from he Canada and, too, or what? No, but he and Jeff are, I think, are friends, or you know. Yeah, yeah. Can, That's and he's cool. an actor and. uh I think he has a cameo in it. Dude, nice. All right. Very cool. So tell me about Essex County. I want to hear about this because I've been seeing it everywhere just because I follow Jeff on Instagram and, um, you know, we're reading this stuff, but I, it I was haven't cool, read man. any Essex County. It was cool, man. It was just about kind of growing up in Essex County and how hockey kind of invades like the day-to-day lives of these people in a well, way. Canada, that right? Them. Yeah. And uh, just kind of cool about following the LaBeoufs is their name and uh, their brothers. And then you get a little glimpse into their, their dad's lives and just kind of how things crumble and dreams don't always work out in hockey the way you want them to. But also in Essex County, there's this big sort of like pull to, to be on the farm. And uh, it was just cool, dude. But like just the, the, the weaving of the stories is what I think made it so special uh, when you're done at the end and you realize just, you know, oh my gosh, that kid's actually, you know, that dude's son. And it was so I, wild. I do remember talking to you about this a little bit earlier in the week and how they were kind of like different stories, like each yeah. arc. So do they, they do all weave together then? Yeah. So you find out the kid from the first, the first book is actually the son of one of the brothers who's playing hockey and kind of the big middle section yeah, of the yeah, book. Yeah. And, um, then it kind of goes to these, to these older dudes who you find out were the 
the hockey players, and they had a son named Jim. Anyway, it's such a big story. I wouldn't do it justice to just sit here and chat about it all. But I loved how how it all ended up kind of like sitting together kind of like this. Like you didn't read it like from A to Z. You read it and then you kind of got to smish it together to kind of see how it all fit. Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah, that's rad. So it was cool. And uh, Jeff's just a master at, at pulling pulling me emotionally with the, I mean, seemingly, you know, and I know he would hate that I said this, uh, but these slice of life sort of comics and uh, Jeff hates when people say that about his work. So I, I say it with trepidation. But I wonder why. Because it seems boring. Like when someone says, oh, it's a slice of life story, like, you know. No way, because a lot of those are relatable and that's what you know. love yeah. to read. Something yeah. that's relatable. And so just to be there with this, um, I can't remember one of the brothers' names, but just the regret that he ends up having through life and where life ends up taking him and how even for me, dude, sometimes I'll I'll stop for a second and think like, man, remember where I was 20 years ago? Like, look, what am I doing now? Like, you know, it's just crazy. And to think about what we were talking about, Grammaton Punch, like, you know, those opportunities you're missing because you got some ghost sucking the life out of you. Like, what, 20 years down the line and you see those things and like, you know, it's kind of interesting to think about and to be in his shoes and feel the weight of those decisions. Like, 25 years had gone before he even talked to his brother. He didn't talk to his mom for 25 years. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a lot. So, it's just cool, man. And just the sadness that pervades loneliness in a small town like that, especially for the the beginning story of the kid. And uh, it all just sits with you, you know? It was a really cool story. But the hockey was rad, too. Because, you know... Yeah, I you're a hockey, hockey fan, yeah. What's um, How many volumes is it all together? Well, it's collected in one volume now. But at the time, I think it was written as, like, three three separate books. Gotcha. Very cool. But it was rad, dude. Then I got to continue the Jeff Lemire fun with Sweet Tooth on Netflix and... You're ready for season two. I am, dude. I cannot wait. I know. I might have to rewatch it too because it was really good and I kind of like forgot all the stuff that went down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a good overview of it, you know, but I'm stoked for uh, season two. Yeah. Dude, speaking of like shows and movies, did you see any of the new like Marvel trailers that they've been releasing lately for any of the new movies? No, I did see the, this is the Blue Beetle. I haven't seen that one. That's the one I haven't seen. Like, I, I think I watched the Secret Invasion one, which looks rad to me. You told um, me about that. I still need to go watch it. Yeah, check that one out. I think I watched the new Spider-Verse one. Um, looks rad. Mm-hmm. And um, what else was that? I thought there was one other one. Oh, Guardians. There was a new, I thought there was a new Guardians one, too. It yeah. looks super fun. So Yeah, I'm stoked, man. The Blue Beetle one, I don't know anything about Blue Beetle, but it looked funny. Yeah, so, who's the um, ki- who's the actor? I have no idea who he is. Yeah, because I I don't I haven't seen it. You know what I did here, and I started dying laughing when I heard it that they're saying one of the main villains in the new Batman movie is going to be Clayface. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> no, you did. Yeah, I don't know even know how how are they going to do Clayface, dude? I hope they do him stop animation style. It'll be interesting because, dude. You never see a Clayface in a Batman movie, really. 
I'm stoked on Clayface. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, sweet dude, bring it on. Bring Clayface on. Let's do it. Heck yeah. But dude, we had good weeks, man. A lot of good reads out there, man. It's been um yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed everything I read this week, so I was super stoked on it. Yeah, me too. I didn't read one. Everything I read was straight banging. <laughs> I was just going to say it, dude. Beat me to it. <laughs> um, I'm excited for next week, too, because I think I'll be feeling even better then. I mean, I'm still, like, feeling the fatigue, yeah. even right now. You have like, a, little a little nasally sound to you. Would you stop with that? Like, a little nasal. <laughs> Plus, it, dude, allergy season is about to whip right up with everything blooming around here. I know, dude. We got the heat and the wind going like you don't even know. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do, buddy. But speaking of next week, is there a... Dude, so much coming out next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I don't know how we're going to swing it because 8 Billion Genies, the very last issue is supposed to drop next week. Hopefully it doesn't get pushed back again. But um, issue 8, and um Super stoked to see how that wraps up. We're supposed to chat about it with Ross. I don't know how we're going to make it work, but um, I don't know if I could wait to read it and chat about it. Well, I'm not going to wait to read it, but we'll we get him. Maybe uh, wait to chat about it. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll be available Friday. Ross, we'll be hitting here's you. Your up. Invi- here's your invitation, Ross, on the air. Um, but yeah, so super stoked on eight billion genies. Um, Noctera, what, 13? Is it 13? Yep. Yeah, Noctera 13 is coming out. Super stoked on that run to get back into that world. Um, Clear issue two. It was on Comixology, but like we talked about earlier, it's been uh, Dark Horse picked it up, and uh, that's a fun read. The art is fantastic. I'm sure in a physical copy, it looks rad. Um, Also, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, there's a new Guardians of the Galaxy run, issue number one. Kind of looks like Western-y style. Looks like it could be cool. Could be pretty rad, yeah. So, um, a little Marvel for you. Little Monsters, issue 12. I know we talked a little bit about it this week. That That's not the last one. No, we got 13 going. It's going to go to lucky number 13. Yeah. Which is strange, don't you think? Is it strange ending on 13 or? I would say yes for a typical story, but because these stories like each issue, like I said, like specifically with last issue felt so short, like you kind of need these longer sort of arcs to kind of get you where you want to go. So we got two issues to like get it figured out. I'm nervous. You know, next issue, you're not going to get a lot of next issue, out. dude. We're just going to be breezing through. We're going to read like five words and we're going to be like, dude, nothing happened. And then we're going to get some gnarly thing. And then 13 is going to be a total banger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knowing Jeff, it probably is going to be a banger at the end. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I'm still invested in that story. You know, I want to yeah. see what's going down with them all. If they're going to come back together and what they're going to do with, with the two humans. And um, yeah, I'm in it. What, what else you got be. looking forward to next week? Gimmick number two coming out. Still oh. continue that. Figure out how it's going to Mexico for, for good old dad and what's going to happen with mom and son. And that's from uh, Ahoy. Yeah. Yeah. Very we cool. got red zone number two coming out. Colin Bunn. Stoked yeah, to I see like what's that going for, on I there. like the first one, yep. 
We've got Phantom Road number two. Oh, another Jeff. We've got Black Cloak four. Uh, you know I've been loving that. We've got TMNT Yosagi Yojimbo number one. Yeah, start to check that out. And World Tree was supposed to come out next week, but it got pushed back to the twenty something. So I don't even know what World Tree is. James Tinian. He's got a new one coming out called World Tree that's supposed to everybody. Dude, he's, dude, he's got a lot going on. That blue book. Yeah. Interesting. Is it another like horror style genre? Seems like it, but kind yeah. of maybe sci-fi. Huh. All right. It's supposed to be good from everything I've heard. So I'm excited to check it out. I like Tinian, but I'll have to admit, see, there's a lot coming out next week. Yeah. And we've got the Vanish Volume 1 trade coming out. There was another trade. Coming out. Oh, you know, I think we mentioned it last week, but it didn't end up coming out. But the parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few from last week that got pushed back again, like always. Well, our secret source is probably secret for a reason. (laughs) Secretly terrible. (laughs) What do you think about Aftershock? Are they ever coming out again? They're like going through this weird, just, I, I hope they get it together. Yeah, me too. I've, Kind of almost forgotten everything I'm reading from them, though, so I don't miss them so much anymore. Yeah. I mean, now she- that you've got, like, Mad Cave running deep on, like, Don't Spit in the Wind, and I've got, you know, stuff from Ahoy, Ahoy and AWA. Yeah. Like, if Aftershock doesn't get hit in the ground here, uh, they're just going to get left behind. I know. They better figure it out. And just a reminder to check out Coffee and a Comic for those or anything else you're looking for forward to coming out uh frank's a rad dude cool shop make sure you enter our coupon code comic book layer in all caps to save yourself 15 percent off at checkout set up a pool over there he does that through uh previews now so that's all set up and ready to rock and you can even pull toys trades oh that's right if that's your sort of thing and uh yeah check it out you will not be disappointed check him out over on instagram too coffee and a comic he's always posting new comic book day previews and other cool stuff like that, too. Very cool. But what do we got going on next week, buddy, if we're if we're not hanging out with Listen, our good buddy Ross? We're, we're going to try to see if we can swing it with our good buddy Ross to um, catch up and chat about 8 billion genies like we had planned a couple weeks ago. However, if that doesn't work, we're going to be jumping in to a book uh, a couple years old. It's not um, not like a new one. That's, that's the benefit of doing B.O. dubs is we get to jump into some of these older runs. Yeah, dude. I don't even know um, how I really originally came across this, but we're going to be jumping into one. I believe it was published in 2019, I want to say, from Image, but it's um, Skyward, uh, Volume 1, by uh, writer Joe Henderson, art by Lee Garbett, I want to say. And color says Antonio Fabella. Right on. Yeah, and it looks rad. And it's kind of the premise is um, so gravity on Earth, it doesn't disappear, but it like goes to a fraction of what it is now. So just imagine, like, dude, I don't know what it is about um, this story, but I always like find myself, and this might be just weird. And let me, I don't know if you like, <laughs> necessarily think of just weird stuff happening every once in a while but for some reason i always like 
think like, man, what if just gravity disappeared and you just start like floating in the air? What would you grab onto? What would you do? Like if you were in a car, like you'd just be like, and then imagine like, even if it disappeared for like a couple seconds or a minute, like imagine everything that's going to fall back down. The aftermath would be insane. Yeah. And so when I read this, I was like, dude, this is going to be rad. So gravity, you know, kind of disappears. It's a fraction of what it is now. And um, it's this story about this girl and her dad. So it's a, a cool, like, father-daughter story. And um, it seems interesting. The dude, Joe Henderson, he does, um, uh, what's that show on Netflix? Lucifer, I think. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so yeah, it's about this young woman's journey to find her place in this crazy world that has no gravity. And um, even like Jeff Lemire commented on it. You want me to read his comment? Dude, yeah. It says, Skyward is a great new series with a great hook and jaw-dropping artwork. Highly recommended. Well, That's you didn't Jeff. even tell me that. Now I'm even more in. Well, what's rad is, so this is, it's free on Comixology, right? But so, The first volume, but there's yeah. three, three volumes. Yeah, so, and so... um. The cool thing is, though, at least for me, I was bebopping around my local library today. We went to the park, and it was kind of warm outside. My son was, like, sweating everywhere. I was like, dude, let's go to the library, man. Let's walk around in there. And um, I went in, and, dude, look what was sitting on the shelf. Out of all books, I did not expect this to be there. So I was like, dude, I'm going to read it hard. You know, I want to read the the physical copy. So I swooped it, and um, super stoked on it. The art does look incredible. Um. It's my first time flipping through it, actually. It looks it looks fun. So I'm stoked to get into this one with you. And um, can't wait to chat about it if we don't get into A-Bill and Genies. So should be fun. Either way, we're going to be hanging. But how can people keep up with us and, uh, you know, find out whether or not we are going to be chatting A-Bill and Genies yeah, or definitely, not next week? Definitely um, subscribe to our show. Give it a thumbs up. Refer it to a friend. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, head over to our Instagram at the comic book lair. Um, you can see everything that uh, we're getting into. Um, also, you can go check us out on our discord and uh, join the conversation over there. We're talking about all kinds of cool comics, cool shows. Um, let us know what you're reading, what you're watching. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to meet you. And um, that's all I got, buddy. You got anything else for the, for the week? I don't think so, man. But we would love those reviews. They would help the show out, help us get seen, uh, recommended when anybody types in comic books and uh, Apple Podcasts or something, you know, that push us up the rankings there. Get so us to number one. If you've, if you've benefited or liked this show, even the slightest bit, go ahead and spend the next two minutes leaving us a funny little review. <laughs> Maybe sign it by Astro. And actually, you know what? Here's a, I'm going to sweeten the pot. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and at the very end of your review, just drop a book title that you want Ray and I to read. And, you know, within reason, <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a read just for you. Dude, I'm stoked now. I hope somebody does. I'll be pumped because we love getting cool recommendations. And, um, yeah, I just love chatting books, meeting people. So, that, um, yeah, it's a win-win. Heck yeah, win, win, win. Anyways. As Michael Scott would say. Let's end it how we always end it. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds.
Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.